high school holla. Eight seventeen is the day you arrived. Eight pounds, five ounces with the big brown eyes. All I could do was cry. So elated to see a little chocolate baby looking just like me. And things were kind of rough. No money for the bus. Had to walk mad blocks. You like daddy? Pick me up. I so wanted to be the provider I could be. You inspired me to get my master's degree. Now it's time to live. Daddy got a gig. Such a great feeling. Avenue, 
out there. It's a scouting service that reach Division One, Two, Three, and NAIA Division schools. It's the Illinois Scouting Reporting hosted on June the 18th. Go out there. You check in. You can still check in uh, on the website, or you can check in at 9 a.m. Camp starts from 10 a.m. to 6 p.m. It's the All-American Showcase Exposure. Go out there and get seen. And let's not forget, coming up in July, Troy Baylor and the Baylor Foundation has everything intact in for you. They not only hosted that event on tomorrow, they're also a part of the Chicago Summer Jam, July 14th through the 16th, NCAA certified event, and also Summer Showdown, July 21st through the 23rd. That's the NCAA certified event. You can find out all of these events and more. You can also register for the uh, tomorrow's All America Showcase. Go to www. BaylorBasketball.org support Baylor Basketball with the Grassroots Foundation of things and we want to give guys something great to go out and enjoy this Father's Day weekend. On today's show, today is the 42nd annual Illinois Brown All-Star Football Game. We'll let you know more about that, this great All-Star Game and you can take dad to enjoy some great high school football. Plus, we're going to have a good time tipping out with you. Once again, this Saturday morning, all you have to do is call us up at the Urban Broadcast Media Studios in this first hour, 312-754-4333. The lines are all open, and we want to hear from you and your father's day dedication. So hit us up. Starting off the show this morning, as in recent weeks, another edition of City Talk. This weekend is dedicated to the pop, the dad, the pop, the poppers of the world. Fathers and sons have a vastly different relationship than fathers and daughters. Trust me, I know. And learning is on the go with my beautiful daughter, Sydney, who's up here balling out. So I had to be up here supporting her on this Father's Day weekend. Having been a son raised by a father and a father raising a daughter, I've learned a huge difference and some similarities as well. This morning, We'll make a city talk a two-part discussion, starting with the father's bond with their son. I remember my father, my very first coach in life. Yep, my father, Jesse Ramsey Jr., the man who started it all for me, not only for me, but some others that I shared him with who may not have had an active father in their life which I came to admire about him in my later years in life. My father didn't coach as a profession, or not even as a recreation <laughs> basis. My dad seen me dragging a bat in our backyard, trying to hit rocks from a semi-tip patio that we had, and said to me, son, if you're going to be using that bat to hit, you better choke up and let me tell you how. From there, my love for baseball took off. My father was a dedicated man and a provider. At first, I couldn't quite understand him missing a few games. Then I realized when I seen an exhausted man coming home shortly after one of my many games or events, asking my mother and I, so how did we do? And what did I need to be better at whatever it was I was playing at that time? I realized then he worked as hard as ever 
to provide anything I needed and was always there in spirit by my side. See, young people, it's not all fathers who are absent because they don't want to be there at the game. Many other fathers are working on one or two jobs just to provide you the top-of-the-line equipment you want or you've seen on TV, which isn't always provided by the teams you play with or for. As I got older, I don't remember saying thank you too often to my dad outside of the time he attended my sporting events or provided me with things that I wanted or needed. Some say being a father is a thankless side of parenting. Only because every athlete on television when seen first, they say, they say what? Hi, Mom. The truth of the matter is, parenting is a thankless job to all young people. All we hear from toddlers to adulthood, as the young comedian Lil Rel would say, Can I have? I won't. Can I have? I won't. Yet, when it comes to sports, mom gets the first credit on TV. We can't get mad, brothers. It's those deadbeats of the world that give us real fathers a sometimes bad rap. And it's the real men who stand on the principles of fatherhood who are strong enough to bear. Father counters the I mom phrase with one of our own. That's my boy or that's my girl. And then as I think about it, we were thumped again by mom when they came out with saying, that's my baby. How can you compete with that, fellas? I know, right? But I feel it is necessary that fathers be recognized because we have to apply the coaches from every sport that take time not only to teach our young men the game of sports, they also drive players home so that the streets don't snatch them up. They follow up with their progress in school like fathers with an eagle eye. They also make sure that our young men are groomed for success and personally. If nothing else, they teach young men how to even tie a tie who's never seen a tie tie. A father's bonds should never be taken for granted. And neither should fathers who work to provide, teach and support young men, both their own and those they coach. In today's society, especially in the streets of Chicago, fathers are needed more than ever. We take pride in being seen with our children, with our chest sticking out as though we hit the home run or scored the winning touchdown a basket. Especially those of us who know how to wear our pants around our waist and understand that under that an undershirt is made actually to go under a shirt. <laughs> that man always that a man always opens the door for a woman and tells their son the boys to do the same for girls. That father who knows how to discipline their son with the right hand and love them and teaching them the error of their ways with the left. Father who picks up who picks you up and dust off and encourage you to keep going even when the odds seem against you. Father, we are in a never ending battle. It's us against the street. And honestly, I love our odds. Because 
we have coaches that stand with us. And our actors, when they're under their care, these men are sometimes not only father figures on the field, they're father figures off the field. We live in an era when telling another man loves him doesn't mean anything sexual or looked at as funny acting. It's a gesture of love that is heartfelt that lets you know that somebody cares about you as a man. So today, young people, young men especially, take the time this weekend to let your father or that coach who's a father figure know as a young man you love them. Trust me, those simple words go a long way. Listen to a few fathers on the H2SQ show who supported a few of our shining stars like Dennis Handy and Reginald Strong with their dads on the show. And our recent shining star, Roderick McMillan, who has a great memory of some good advice that his father lent to him. Take a listen. school holla. can't leave dad out what story because you know dads tell a story right every dad then told a son a daughter a story i told sydney a story this morning right now what story has your father told you that you just it stuck with you that you even when you think about it you laugh you ain't got to tell the whole story um it was when he was young he said he played basketball too so he said he just came down the lane a white it was a white boy a tall white boy and he said he dunked on him and he said like the crowd just went crazy and he said he went crazy so <laughs> and that stuck with you and he said the coach like the coach treated him so he said yeah it stuck with him okay <laughs> alright I love it man hey, hey what's well, Dennis have you beat your father yet? No, he played me once when I was young. He don't want to play me no more. I was saying, he just, oh, so, wait a minute. So that's the, a yes. Hey, but he that's took, a yes. He took, I, Pop's like, dig it. You took the victory and said, all right, I'm finished. I'm retired. Now, we ain't got to do this no more. We ain't got to do this no more. I took the victory. Yeah, I, I ain't right, right. He said, you want to play me now, Dad? No, I done did what I had to do. I showed him everything. Man. Right. I'm done. <laughs> My job's done. You guys got to be extremely proud of this young man. Pops, you got to be proud of him. Song. Go ahead, grab that mic you ain't right say, there, Pop. Hey, you ain't stop smiling yet since he been off in here. So I, I love it. I love it. Yeah, man, I'm pretty. I'm pretty proud, man. You know, these, these are the moments that I, uh, you know, I dream of. You know, so I can uh, make sure that he's much better than I was. You know, right. A lot of things that I went through, I don't want him to go through. You know what I'm saying? I want him to be able to make it throughout. You know, all of the mess that's around us. You know, mm-hmm. like we stay, Absolutely. we stay in the heart of Inglewood. You know, so like uh, mm-hmm. anybody that knows about honoring, you know, I'm sure you. Oh, oh yeah. You've yeah. seen it on the news and many times. Mm-hmm. All you see about 63rd and Honorary is dead people. So, you know, like, uh, shine and star coming from 63rd and Honorary is, you know, it's a blessing. Right. I, you know, out of the curse that we stay around. So, you know. Absolutely. I just want him to be motivation to other kids, you know, that you know to let them know that they can make it. Now, now Pop, how bad was that game, that one-on-one? How bad was it? Now, come on, now. I, 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 whoop, I whooped him pretty bad. <laughs> 
I would be pretty bad. Right. Nah, nah. He wasn't. He, would, he was nowhere near where he is now. You know, like uh, I ain't shying away from the, uh, the challenge. You know, but at the same, at the same, at the right. same time, you know, like he done gained uh, probably uh, another twenty uh, percent of game. You know, <laughs> right, since, right. Since I played, so you know, like he probably blow me out and embarrass me on the court now. So, you know, and then plus his height, like he was probably I say two inches shorter than me. Now he two inches taller. Than and, me. and as a parent. That's that's what we want. That's really what we want. That's really to go what way we past yeah. us. Yeah, I want to surpass me in everything. Right. Like well, every high school holla. We see your dad in here. He hard at work, right? Uh-huh. Right. He's doing his thing, and y'all probably can catch this on social media because he's he's taping. He's doing his thing. Go ahead and get it in. Look, we got one for him. Uh-huh. High school we holla. Got one high school holla for dad. Yeah. Now, Bucci, I know. It, don't wear them at the same time because your dad might look a little sharper than you in here. Right, right. You don't want that competition. You That's, know what this, this is for you, Dad. Come on, you got to be very proud uh, uh, of your son, man, and all that that he's been doing and all that uh, you guys have accomplished uh, with this actor, this ball player, this model, this model. So you got to be very proud. Yes, I'm very proud. Uh, it's rewarding, and um, I'm just I'm just happy for him. Um, he's a great kid. Uh, he's respectful. Uh, and, and he deserves this. He deserves he deserve all of this. High school holla. My dad, my dad, he taught me, he taught me like mostly everything I know. He passed, he passed like about a month ago, but he's my motivation. That's my motivation right there. He always told me everything is bigger than me. Now I always need to be humble. I always humble myself. Well, I'm going to tell you something. Your dad is super proud of you because we are super proud of you. So he's looking down at you, man. He's holding up some medals of his own. Right, man. Much much love to you, Much love, brother. Much love. Well, that was a few of our shining stars. That was Dennis Handy from Kerry. That was Reginald Strong from Farragut. And that was our recent shining star we had on a few weeks ago, Roderick McMiller from Prospective Leadership Academy. Sharing that moment with their dad on the show, and especially Roderick McMiller, who was sharing the memory of his father. That's what it's all about, man. We want y'all to just understand, young men, that we honor you guys, but God soon will be fathers. And so these are fathers that we had on the show that set some great examples, some awesome examples. Coming up on the High School Out of Sports Show, we'll talk about the other side of fatherhood. Daddy's love for his little girl. It's the H2S show. From the first time the doctor placed you in my arms, I knew I'd meet death before I let you meet harm. Although questions arose in my mind, would I be man enough against wrong? Choose right and be standing up. From the hospital that first night, took an hour just to get the car seat in right. People driving off fast got me kind of upset. Got you home safe, placed you in your bassinet. That night, I don't think one wink I slept. As I slipped out my bed to your crib, I crept, touched your head gently. Felt my heart melt, cause I knew I loved you more than life itself. Into my knees, and I begged the Lord, please let me be a good 
daddy all he needs is love knowledge discipline too i pledge my life to you just a we can make it if we try just me and you just me and you just a Are you looking for ways to reach new audiences and increase your clientele? Then let Urban Fieldhouse Media help you. We provide great packages that will allow your business to grow by serving as one of our sponsorship partners with any of our shows, such as the one you are listening to now. If you are interested in becoming a sponsorship partner, please contact Urban Fieldhouse Media at 312-772-5003 or by email at info at urbanfieldhousemedia.com for further information on our rate packages. We have opportunities for all size businesses, both local and national to grow by reaching diverse audiences through our creative programming. So join us today and let's grow together. Praise the Lord. Need life? Get life at Life Church on every Sunday morning at 9.30 a.m. at the Marcus Theater located 16350 South LaGrange in Orland Park, Illinois. A weekly Bible study on Wednesday at 7 p.m. at the Homewood Suites located at 16245 South LaGrange, Orland Park, Illinois. Come and enjoy our life worship experience where you will be blessed by our anointed worship team and receive an inspiring message from Senior Pastor Isaac B. Green. Every Sunday, we have a special reception for our guests because once you visit life, you are no longer a guest, but a friend for life. Our mission is to change the world one life at a time by living in faith every day. We look forward to worshiping with you in Life Church. Looking for future leaders we can trust and believe in? Look no further than the high school student-athletes right here in Illinois. High school sports teach young people how to be effective leaders. It begins by making their grades and being on time for practice. It includes learning to listen, following directions, accepting responsibility, being a good role model. And it's about respect for officials, opponents, the rules, and each other. The result, it transcends sports. It gives us hope for the future. High school sports, there's so much more than just a game. This message presented by the Illinois High School Association and the Illinois Athletic Directors Association. Check it out. Welcome back to the High School Hall of Sports Show. Proud Daddy Steven Spoon Ramsey joining you on this Father's Day edition of the H2S2 show live from Milwaukee, Wisconsin, and the campus of Marquette University, where I'm up here supporting my baby girl, Sydney Ramsey, and the Baylor basketball team up here competing in a big tournament, and they're doing well, they're doing well. But I'm not alone on the phone line. I got my microphone brother, my broadcast brother, Craig C. Dub Wallace. Happy Father's Day, brother. How you doing? Oh, thank you. Thank you, Spoon, man. I'm doing good. Happy Father's Day to you, too, man. I know you up there in, <laughs> you up in Milwaukee having a good time watching your baby girl, man. I know that, I know that feel good. 
Well, you know, you know, C Dub, man, it, it feels great, you know, to, to be up here and, and to and to see her perform. And brother, I was just talking about it. And you can chime in on this real quick. I was talking about a father's bond with their son, and then in this block, I was going to talk about father's love for daddy's little girl. And brother, you can experience both of those. You got experience in both of those categories. Oh yeah, yeah. I have uh, I do have uh, you know, one of each. Man, it's it's. It's, it's, it's real crazy because it's the same level of love, but it's a different type of love, which is fun um, as, as being a man. I want to make sure I love him to make sure that, that, that he grows up to be stronger, more intelligent, you know what I'm saying, and, and, and more of a leader than uh, I myself uh, uh, was at our fathers before us. So, he, you know, I love him like that for my daughter. It's more of a protective type of uh, uh, precious love. Like, this is the purity of me. You know, that's how I feel about my daughter. This is the purity of me. So that has to be protected. And all the all the information that I need to give her to understand how to uh, uh, protect herself and become and rise up is, 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 is different. It's the same, but it's different, man. It's, it's, it's crazy. Well, you know, C-Dub, man, I'm in the same category a little bit. I spoke earlier in the show about of being a son raised by a father, but then I flipped it by saying being a father raising a daughter. And you're absolutely right. I mean, when we look at it, especially sports-wise, it's not only raising them differently in life, it's raising them differently in sports. You know, there's some things that, you know, in dealing with, with Sid as a daughter, man, I just can't say to her the same way as raising a a son if she was a boy, you know, so I have to take that in perspective, even in teaching her things about basketball and sharing my knowledge. It's a whole different world when it comes to daddy's little girl, bro. And I want I, I want you to check this out. We had an opportunity to have some great parents at Shining Stars. I, I talked about the boys and their dads, but we also have some of these great Girls who were supported by their fathers on the show. And real quick, see, dog, let's take a listen to some of Daddy's little girl moments on the H2S show. High School Holla. We want to thank your dad. He's over here. Hey, Dad. Come on, get on the mic, man. Come on. Come on. You got you to gotta get on the mic and say something. How's everybody doing out there? Man, you got to be proud of this young lady. Very proud. Always proud of her. Now, you have a you have an interesting story on how you catch her game. Yes, uh, me and her mom was on the IMO, you know, on the, on the app on, on the phone. And I was able to catch the game because uh, I was out of town you know, for okay. my work. So I was able to see the whole game through IMO. And, and what did you think about her performance? I mean, I loved it. It was great. Very good. Now, anybody you want to holler at? Uh, just a shout out to all the family that's listening in, all the friends. And thank you for the support. High School Holler. Now, where's Seabiscuit come from? Oh, yeah. Oh, man. Now, I did, don't think we didn't hear it now. <laughs> where's Seabiscuit come right, from? I heard that one. Well, that was originated from my dad. You know, I was a little smaller thing. I always running around the house asking for biscuits. That's all I wanted to eat. <laughs> 
Biscuit, biscuit, biscuit. You know, my daddy is a cook around the house, so I just always just tell him, can I get some biscuits? Can I get some biscuits? So he just started calling me Lussie Biscuits. That's, that's, what, we, that's what he went with. I'm going <laughs> with it. it. <laughs> I love it. High School Holla. Check it out. Now, that was the Avalon China Green out of Kingwood and Cecilia Seabiscuit Mosley, two of our China stars from earlier this year who shared a moment. Now, the first uh, track that you heard was from the Avalon China Green dad who works on the road and he spoke about how he's able to catch her games through her mom and his. Uh, utilizing the lap. And then, Cecilia Seabiscuit Mosley. Man, you know how that was. She was a great, great interview. I, re- I remember you called in for that one. She's out of Bogan High School. She was great to be around. I guess I guess he must have lost Dub in, in, in the transition. He must be in a bad area. Or the man caught him in the break room again. <laughs> well, you know, we just want you to understand that raising a father and a daughter, daddy's love goes deep, man. I'm raising a beautiful girl, Sydney, who has a love for basketball. And although I don't feel this great basketball team physically because I'm short, I wish I was six feet taller, I will forever carry the first memory of her interest in basketball. It was a beautiful thing to see my four-year-old rolling a basketball on the ground and hopping over it as though she was bouncing the ball through her legs like dead Bro. Father's raising our girls in a totally different world. It's like she does that. It's a protective thing that we got to guard against these young ladies. But we also want to teach them the theories about being a young lady. So we also, as fathers, must take that extra step in teaching these young girls not only to be great athletes and sportsmanship, but to be young ladies. Because remember, Dad, we were once young little boys, but we want them to ready, be ready for to be respectful and respected young women. And coming up, we're going to tell you a little bit more about the 42nd Annual Illinois Flying All-Star Football Game. We're going to talk to the chairperson of that, and we're going to let you hear a little bit of Nas to all the supporters out there. Happy Father's Day edition of the H2S2 show. Check it out. I call it. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. For my brothers with daughters, I call this. For my brothers with daughters, I call this. For my brothers with daughters, I call this. For my brothers with daughters, I saw my daughter send a letter to some boy her age who locked up. First I regretted it, then caught my rage. Like, how could I not protect her from this awful face? Never try to hide who I was, she was taught and raised. Like, a princess, but while I'm on stage, I can't leave her defenseless. Plus, she see me switching women, poppers on some pimps. She heard stories of her daddy thugging. So if her husband is a gangster, can't be mad, I love her. Never for her, I would Hey. Ever wanted to make a good impression cooking or grilling for family, friends, or for that first date with the person you just met? 
Well, let me give you something that can make that meal the real deal. It's Sullivan's Original Barbecue Sauce. This barbecue sauce delivers a blast of intense flavors that complements not only barbecue and baked beans, oh, but it's oh so sweet. It's a great marinade treat on steaks, and it's sure to amaze when served as a delicious glaze on chicken, turkey legs, and even salmon. Sullivan's Original Barbecue Sauce is exclusively sold in the deli section of Calabria Imports, located at 1905 West 103rd Street. Now put a smile on someone's face and give them the taste of that Sullivan's Original Barbecue Sauce. It gives every meal a thrill. Yo, 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 what's up? Are you a sports fan? Do you want to impress your family and friends with the knowledge of the game while in the stands or roaming the sidelines? Well, the High School Hall of Sports Show is looking for you. We are seeking dedicated students from all over Chicago and the suburban high school area to join the H2S2 Sports Reporting Crew. If you want to be a part of the H2S2 Reporting Crew, here's what you need to do. Send an email to H2S2 at UrbanFuelHouseMedia.com. Again, that's H2S2 at UrbanFuelHouseMedia.com. And in the subject line, type, I want to join H2S2 reporting crew. And in 100 words or less, tell us about your high school pride and your high school mascot and which team you would like to represent. Every email will be reviewed, so don't hesitate or wait. Here's the chance to join H2S2 reporting crew and to get signed up for your school because you never know if we will be at your school next. Tune in every Saturday night from 6 to 7 p.m. to the High School Holla Sports Show. What's up, Chicago? It's Steven Spoon Ramsey from the High School Hall of Sports Show. I get asked a lot where I find all of my sports information about Chicago public schools. Well, if you listen to the H2S2 show, you already know where I go. I go to the one website that keeps me informed about everything in the Chicago Public League. It's the PublicLead.com website. The PublicLead.com provides the best, most in-depth coverage of Chicago Public League high school football and boys basketball. So when you want to know what happened in this week's biggest game, or if you even want to know what makes Chicago high school athletes special, then all you got to do is go where I go, the publicleague.com website. It helps keep me informed for every show, and it'll definitely have you covered. It's the publicleague.com website, Chicago's only website covering Public League. High School Holla. Welcome back to the High School Holler Sports Show. I'm Mendel Man, Stephen Spoon Ramsey, rapping for my monarchs out there from the great class of 88. Time now for a special edition of the H2S2 Coaches Chatter, brought to you by our friends at Luxperience Travel. Luxperience Travel, they put the luxury in your travel experience. They also offer layaway travel plans and single parent trips. For more information and for more travel details, call 224-372-1172. That's 224-372-1172. 4372-1172 or go online at luxperiencetravel.com. That's L-U-X-P-E-R-I-E-N-C-E travel.com. The official sponsors of the H2S2 Coaches Chatter. We always try to let our listeners know those things abroad and throughout the state of Illinois. We also try to encourage our student athletes to strive to be seen on a broader or a bigger stage outside of the city to gain more experience and recognition. Joining us today by phone is the chairman of the Illinois Shrine All-Star Football Game. We'd like to welcome Eric Jarks to the H2S2 Special Edition of the Coaches Chatter. Eric, are you there? How you doing this morning? I'm doing great, Stephen. Thanks for inviting me to speak this morning. Now, thank you for joining us, Eric. But before we get started, we ask all our guests, what was your fondest high school memory in sports or in general? I think one of our uh, 
what my fondest high school memory was. Is, uh, I live in a small town uh, in central Illinois called Gibson City. And when I was a junior in high school, our girls' basketball team made it to state and finished third place. And, you know, that experience of the community coming together and playing for a state championship uh, in the state series was just one of those forget so uh, that was just uh, something we'll never forget well man we all have great memories like that now Eric as I mentioned you are the chairman of the Illinois Shrine all-star football game tell us a little history about this special football all-star game so this is the 43rd year of the Illinois High School Shrine All-Star Football Game, and it is a partnership with the Illinois High School Football Coaches Association. So hopefully many of the listeners are aware of the college Shrine uh, All-Star Football Game, which is named the East-West Shrine Game, which is played down at Tropicana Fields yes. in Tampa, Florida. And that, that's been going on. I don't even really know, but it's the longest all-star game out there. And essentially, the Shriners started duplicating that model into the high schools around the United States. And the Bloomington Shrine Club started that back in 1975, and they worked with the Coaches Association, uh, John Elder and um, Bob... um, he was the athletic director at U High, okay. and and they started this game. And essentially, how it uh, works out is is the Shriners basically provide the infrastructure of the game, and the coaches associations select the players and the coaches for this event. And it, it really starts with the coaches nominating all star role model players who not only excel on the football field but they're recognized in the community and the school as an all-star. And uh, the kids that get selected into this game, they're just true men that really uh, are good role models for their communities and represent them very well. And so that's that's basically the history of it. Okay. And this game then proceeds the Shriners Hospitals for children in Chicago and St. Louis. Now, let me ask you this. Is the game always held at the same location? It's in Bloomington, Illinois, correct? It is It is held in Bloomington. It started out uh, at Hancock Stadium at Illinois uh, ISU. Uh, I'm not for sure exactly what took place, but it moved over to Peoria and was played at Peoria Stadium for several years. And when I took over as chairman in 2012, uh, we wanted to improve that experience for the football players. So there's many uh, football fields at the high school stadium that are playing on synthetic turf and other things. And Peoria Stadium, if you've ever been there, it's an old football field with wooden uh, bleachers <laughs> and stuff like that. It's back in the day almost, game. right? <laughs> yeah, back in the day. It's kind of like Hoosiers over there in the <laughs> basketball field, but on the football field. So what we wanted to do is, is we reached out to Illinois Wesleyan and uh, talked to them about being the host of the game. And, and truly, um, Coach Esch at Illinois Wesleyan and their athletic director, Mike Wagner, 
they just rolled out the red carpet for the Shriners and and the coaches association, and we've been able to put on a great experience for these football players. Now that's awesome. Now we know that there's uh, there are several different classes of. Uh, high school football throughout the state of Illinois ranging from 1A all the way to 6A across the state. Does the does this all-star... 8A. Yeah, 8A. Yeah, 8A. I forgot about that. You're right. Yep. Does, now, yep. does the all-star game focus on one class of, uh, of football or does it just mix all of the classes together to formulate uh, two all-star teams? It is. Uh, all eight classes are invited to participate uh, in this event. So, you've got the how it's split is is basically it's I-55 to Chicago. So if you're west of I-55, <laughs> I like you're on the west. If your high school is east of 55, you're on the east squad. And all coaches uh, around the state of Illinois are invited to nominate kids to the selection panel, which consists of John Elder, the secretary, Dave Jacobs is the football chairman, plus a panel of uh, football coaches, and they could be retired, and that kind of rotates. But there's about 20 guys uh, that represent that committee that select the football players. Okay, now explain to us, since, since you mentioned that, explain to us the criteria of how the players are chosen and who participate in this All-Star game. Is it based on stats? Is it based on anything in particular like that? There, there really isn't anything that it stands out. Uh, first, you got to be nominated by your coach. The Shriners can't go to them and say, hey, I want this kid to participate in this game. No different than a coach. I want this kid to play in the game. So it starts uh, with the coach nomination first. It, okay. it starts with the coach nominating the uh, athlete. And, and the criteria, those coaches know – kids that deserve a chance to play in this all-star game. As we all know, college football has changed. Back in the day in 75, we were getting a lot of kids that were going on Division One because they could report to football in August. Now, you're basically reporting, I think, tomorrow for those graduating seniors, or today or Monday, to report to college to start the academic process. So, we don't get a lot of Division One kids. We get a lot of Division Three kids. A few Division Two, A handful of D1 kids that have worked out agreements with their uh, college football coach in that uh, school. Um, but, but really, they want to get them acclimated with the academics because of the workload that they go through. But, but the Coaches Association does a great job of selecting kids uh, to participate in this game. That's awesome. Now, are the coaches chosen or do they volunteer their, their time to coach these teams uh, in, in this process? Uh, basically, I think it, it starts out as far as I know, Stephen, the coaches that play in the state series, the state championship games, it kind of rotates. rotates so like okay. the 8A coach may get asked, the 7A, and so forth to do that and participate. So if you look out uh, at this year's coaches, several of them played in the state championship uh, last year um, to be a coach. And and it, it's a great uh, opportunity for those coaches to learn about trainers hospital for children so they can take that awareness back within to the community to let a young family know that hey a child was born with a club foot or uh, missing a hand or they get in an accident they have a spinal cord injury or a burn 
or they know a child that has a cleft lip and palate issue. It's really about the awareness and understanding the capabilities of Shriners Hospitals for Children and what we do regardless of the family's ability to pay to take care of those services. Now, Eric, how special and great of a feeling is it for these coaches and players to participate in this type of All-Star game versus the other All-Star games? I mean, I think it's a it's an act of goodwill as well as uh, talented student-athletes. It, it truly is. You know, you kind of feel sorry for the kids and the pressure that's put on them to be a good athlete. Everything that's going on, preparing for college and all that stuff. But once they get checked in on Tuesday, I call it kind of like the start of the show for the week. So they get checked in, get to know other players, coaches, um, take the team photos, start going through practices. Wednesday morning, we bust the two teams up to the Shriners Hospitals for Children in Chicago to really start planting seeds as to what they're playing for. This is much more than just an all-star football game Absolutely. where they're playing to benefit uh, taking care of kids. So we say we send them in as boys, and after they experience it, a few of them may shed a few tears. They come out as men. And at that point in time, they're geared up, ready to start hitting and playing to uh, show the pride of the East or West squad to win that game for those kids. Because um, then Thursday night, we have a cookout, and we've also invited Miracle League kids to play baseball. I don't know if you guys are familiar with that. No, I'm not. The Challenger similar to Challenger League, children that may be in a wheelchair, uh, have some type of orthopedic condition, children that have autism. One of the girls is blind, but they buddy up with them. So they help them bat, they help them play the field, they help them run the bases. Oh, wow. And, and many of those kids go to the Shriners Hospitals for children, but they may have other issues that we don't take care of and may go locally or whatever, but they build that bond. And many of those kids then come back Saturday for the football game and participate in the Walk for Love event that we have on Saturday. And and then you build that relationship. And many times those football players keep in contact with those Miracle League players for the rest of their life. And, uh, And then once the game gets here, they're really at it. I mean, Saturday morning, uh, get them a breakfast. They're checking out, and they're getting in the mindset to win that football game uh, on Saturday afternoon that we kick off at 1 o'clock. Well, man, that, that's something that I spoke about earlier in the show, how sports um, helps bond and, and create friendships. And obviously, these players formulate a bond and friendship with some of these uh, these patients. And, and that's a great, great thing. Now, Eric, I, how can our listeners in the Chicagoland area and surrounding area be a part in supporting this great all-star game and support of Shriners Hospital across Illinois? Um, is there anything that our listeners can do to support? this game uh sure uh you can go out to il shrine if you uh, can't make it down to bloomington um we have a link that we work with high school cube and mediacom to broadcast the game live we also have a donation section on our webpage if you'd like to make a contribution to support the shriners hospitals for children um, but those are the two ways to support it and understand a little bit more about the game and Shriners Hospitals for Children. 
Uh, hopefully next Saturday, uh, Alex Kavakungan, who's kind of the face of all of our commercials, will be there in attendance to meet other Shriners and guests and other things. But Alex, he's a special kid, and we invite him out there to play wheelchair basketball with the football players on the trip to the hospital. And, you know, one of his lines is, is don't be nice to me because I'm not going to be nice to you. And I think that basically <laughs> really gets things started for the whole week. So uh, hopefully many of the listeners have seen that. And if you're not familiar with Shriners Hospital for Children, just go out to YouTube, type in Shriners Hospitals for Children, and you'll find a lot of great videos and success stories that come out of the uh, Shriners Hospital for Children across the United States. Now, Eric, since you've been involved in the Illinois Shrine All-Star football game for, for a while, share, can you share with us one of the game's most memorable moments uh, for you? You know, uh, they all have something different about them. Um, you know, the first year I was a chairman, the game went into overtime, come right down to uh, the one team kicking an extra point to go up, and then the other team uh, getting stopped at the goal line, wow. uh, going for a two-point conversion. Uh, that was the first year in 2012. All the games have been pretty competitive. Um but what sticks with me the most is is how appreciative the football players are uh, to the Shriners for making this event special. Uh, they're saying, man, this was so much fun. I can't say thank you enough. I wish we could go another week of this because of the experience that we provide for them. I mean, it's a, it's a different feel for what we do compared to the other All-Star games just because of the amount of fun and the energy we put towards this game to make it a great experience. They'll never forget the Shriners Hospital for Children All-Star football game. And as I was looking and reading about the Illinois Shrine All-Star football game, I was reading some of the great former players like Mike Thomas. Zach and and, yeah. and Don Beebe and, and many others who have gone on to play in the professional ranks of, of football. It just was uh, tremendous how many uh, professional football athletes that we actually seen on television who participated yeah. in this game. It, it was it's a great event and give everybody the information. The game is next next weekend, correct? It's next Saturday. Yep. Uh, kickoff is at one o'clock. Uh, we have a walk for love that starts at nine o'clock, which is a twenty-five dollar donation that gets you a T-shirt and ticket into the game, and you walk around the Illinois Wesleyan uh, University campus, come back, have some juice, juice, Joan donuts, coffee, and. And just kind of get ready in that uh, tailgating spirit for the football game. Well, Eric, I might just come up for that just for the uh, coffee and donuts. You yeah. know, I, I'm kind of big, Eric. I don't know if I'll do much walking, but I'll, I'll definitely donate the $25 for the coffee and donuts and the T-shirt. That sounds wonderful. <laughs> that sounds wonderful. Well, Eric, we allow each of our guests who join us on the H2S2 show, High School Island Sports Show, an opportunity to say hello to those who have been in great support of not only yourself, but the Illinois Shrine All-Star Football Game. So please take this time, as we say on our show, holler at the people who supported you. Yeah, I just want to say thank you to all the uh, all-stars that will be participating. I wish just the best of luck to them. I'd like to thank all the Shriners and coaches who uh, make this event special every year. And just 
say thank you. And uh, if you ever have any questions about the Shriners Hospitals for Children, uh, let one of us know. But contact the hospital directly. Uh, our number one goal is patient awareness of the services that we offer in the Chicago area, uh, St. Louis, Cincinnati are closest. And uh, we're there about having fun and helping kids while parading and participating in the local community events, wearing our feathers, uh, clowns, and so forth. So, yeah. Well, Aaron, I just say thank you, Stephen, for inviting me. And Matt Trilla uh, from the IHSA. Yeah, Matt Matt put us together. You know, that Matt Troja, he's, he's, he's a special kind of guy. He's a good brother. He is. <laughs> he's a good man. Well, Eric, thank you for joining us. And please, come on back. Come on back to the High School Holler Sports Show and for anything that we could do for the Illinois Shrine All-Star Football Game and, and the causes that you guys support, we'll be more than happy to talk about it here on the H2S2 Show. Thank you, Eric, for joining us. Thank you so much and have a great weekend, okay? All right, you too. That's Eric Jarks, chairman of the Illinois Shrine All-Star Football Game. High School Holler. And just so you guys know, that Illinois Shrine All-Star Football Game takes place this afternoon at 1 o'clock. If you got time, drive dad on down to Illinois Western and check out some good high school football action from around the state. Well, you know, that's when I thought the man had T-Bell down. He just tumbled his way out of the man's bus into the studio. Hey, well, I'm all the way up to the West Coast. See, Dale, how'd you do it, man? You like Houdini. <laughs> hey, man, hey, hey, just call me uh, Junior Shawshank Redemption. You know what I'm saying? I had to tunnel my way through and get in here to the studio right quick, even though we got a couple more minutes to, for this first session ends. I want to say happy Father's Day to you. Happy Father's Day, Captain Kirk. Happy Father's Day to all the fathers out there. Man, real men rock. We getting it in. I love H2S2, and uh, thank you. To all the listeners out there, happy Father's Day to all my boys out there that tuned in late. I know y'all listening in. You know what I'm saying? Holler at your boy. I'm going to holler at y'all in a little while. Hey, Steve, I know you're feeling good out there, man, walking, watching your little girl, man. What's going on? Hey, well, you know something, see, Dad, man, it's, it's chilling up here. You know, I'm up here with the cheese head. Uh, right. I would have worn my uh, Chicago Bears gear, but, you know, we, we it's not about us. You it's, just got to be defiant. <laughs> <laughs> no, I'm not being defiant, man. It's about Father's Day, and I'm up here supporting the baby girl with my beautiful wife, Donna. Man, we are out here just enjoying ourselves. But before, before you know, we run into this, this break, man, we still got a few more minutes. Uh, if, if you're listening out there, call us up real quick. Call us up. We're doing, we're doing round robin real quick. If you can get us in. In the next three minutes, 312-754-4333 is the number to call. But see, uh, man, we talked about this, and we talked about fatherhood. But, man, what does it mean when we're looking at coaches who are father figures? Well, I'm going to tell you like this. One of my uh, biggest father figures in my life uh is like uh, my uh, kinship uncle, my uh, Wilson Pierce Sr., you know what I'm saying? That, that's, man... That was like my that was like my second dad, and he did a lot for me. He coached. He was my very very first football coach. You know, uh, it's, it's it's so much, and he taught me so much in life. So it, it means a lot. 
it means a lot. Even if you have a father that was not around. My father was around. He just happened to be living in a different state. But he came through, and I visited him. So everything was consistent. You know what I'm saying? I, I give much kudos to my father. I love my dad. Rest in peace, man. I love you. Uh, but it's really central that we're there because men need to know and see other men that support them and understand how things go. And sports imitates life. So that is usually how we get our, our basic life lessons, you know, is through sports. Absolutely. Absolutely. And, and I can't forget all of the coaches that we had that has come through the H2S2 show. Um, even the ground root programs like Chicago Vikings over there on the west side of Chicago, Coach Greenleaf and what he does for young men. But let's talk about all the coaches. And we're going to hear from two of those coaches coming up uh, in our second hour. But the coaches who stood in the fathers, and I have to tilt my hat to the single mothers. Oh, yeah. Find their best to raise young men into the, I mean, young boys into being young men. But kudos to you, Mom, for standing in as best as you can. But you know something? We thought not only took our hearts to you, I apologize because I know it ain't an easy task. Hey, and like I say, you said kudos to the single moms. Kudos to the single moms that understand and recognize real men and make sure that they little boys are around real men to teach them what goes on. You know what I'm saying? I give kudos to the mom Absolutely. for everything that they do, but a lot of kudos goes to the, the individual moms, the single moms that recognize who a real man is, a coach, a teacher, or whatever, and, and, and takes their son to that man to, to get taught how to be a man. That I, I give that kudos. Yeah, and not only that, single fathers. Single fathers out there, man. No question. Standing ovation to the single fathers out there who are making it work and making it happen. As I mentioned before, when we're coming up in into our second hour, we're going to talk to two area high school basketball coaches. Coach Arthur Goody Goodwin from Bowling High School and Coach Demona Gill from Diet, who are standing father figures with their team and how they are grooming their young men to be ready for this world. Be bad, man. Love you, brother. Happy Father's Day. Go out there and enjoy. All right. And, man, I'll see you when I see you, man. See you when I see you. Love you, bro. Happy Father's Day. I love you. 
Suddenly it looks just like mine Call my name and here I come The monster's there, I send them on the run If it's too dark, I light it up There's nothing in this world High School Holler Welcome back to the High School Holler Sports Show. Steven Spoon Ramsey representing from my Mendel Monarchs in the great class of 88. Time now for the H2S2 Coaches Chatter brought to you by our friends at Luxperience Travel. Luxperience Travel, they put the luxury in your travel experience. They also offer layaway travel plans and single parents trips. For more information and details, call 224-372-1172 or go online to luxperiencetravel.com. That's L-U-X-P-R-I-E-N-C-E Travel.com The official sponsors of the H2S2 Coaches Chatter segment We want to welcome another coach from the Chicago area Who has taken the reins of Bogan Bengals To the heights of the top of his program The Chicago area coach that we're speaking of Is our special guest this week The Bengals head coach it's our pleasure to welcome Coach Arthur Goody Goodwin on the hot seat from Bogan Computer Technical High School as our special guest on the H2S2 Coach's Chatter segment this morning. Good morning to you, Coach. Good morning. Good morning. Thanks for having me out. Man, it's a pleasure to have you, Coach Goody. Let's start off by letting our listeners know you know, I, I've always known you as Coach Goody, and that's what that's what you're known around the city as, and and other coaches call you that. So, you're best known as Coach Goody. Is it just the abbreviation of your last name, or is there a story behind it? Uh, there's a story behind it. This a this a uh, name they call my big brother, and this is my family. Uh, his name was uh, Goody. They call he used to call me Little Goody when I grew up. So I just stole his name and kept it going. I, I looked up to him, and he had, we got the same tattoos on our arms. They look identical, so I always wanted to be like him, so I stole his nickname, and now I'm the real Goody. <laughs> well, we're going to keep it that way. We're here with Coach Arthur Goody Goodwin of the Bogan Bengals. And Coach Goody, you've been coaching uh, for several years. Tell us when and how did it start for you, your love for coaching? Well, uh, I've been I love coaching since I got to college in uh, '89. I went to Valparaiso University, and uh, from there on, I loved. Uh, I'm a point guard, so I play point guard. So most point guards are coaches, I think. You know, they know the game, they know everything. So. They run, they, they they control everything. So that, that that's why I really got my love for coaching. And uh, so once I started, I was coaching street ball in down here in the hood on the low end, and uh, I got an opportunity to get a job at Perspectives uh, High School down on. Uh, off State Street, the original perspective. And I coached down there. I, we didn't have a gym or nothing like that. And uh, I think Anthony Davis, he was in grammar school when I started down there. So I coached down there for like two years. And one of my friends, he was a coach at Bogan. And uh, he asked me if I wanted to be the sophomore coach. And I came over there. And, and I did. I knew a lot of kids down from where I'm from. And I just took off when I came over to Bogan. I uh, started getting a lot of kids to come over there and uh, try the Southwest side. And it took off from there. Now, Coach, who are some of the people that influenced you as a coach? I mean, some of the other coaches or... Nah, nah, one of the coaches is two. Uh, one coach is uh, Coach uh, Lonnie Hampton. Everybody knows Coach Ham. Yeah. Uh, coach Ham is like my dad. He he inspired me. He uh, had me since I was a little boy playing with the CC Rider, the junior trial, him and Michael Clark. 
And uh, he started me off and he saved my life when I was younger. So he's he my first experience. And the second experience, uh, when, I, when I got a chance to watch high school ball, I used to watch, uh, and also my high school coach, Coach Pittman, Don Pittman. He definitely uh, helped me, had secure my thoughts on going to college and coming back and giving back and things like that. Make sure he kept telling us, uh, make sure you get to come back with that paper from college. You know what I'm saying? So he gave me, he gave me inspiration in that. And then uh, the second one, I used to watch Chris Head. Coach, oh, okay. so that's why my style like that. Okay. Yeah, we coach AAU ball together, so man, I love the way Chris, how he coach. So people don't like it, but I love the way Chris coach. <laughs> now, coach, tell us about how how did you come to build this Bengal basketball program at both? Uh, it started. You know, my, my whole philosophy is. I just try to get the kids that want to be a part of what we doing at Bowl. I don't go out there and try to get the kids who get in the socks and they want gym shoes and things like that. You know, the parents are all, all in the business. I want kids that's Grammy that want to, that need a second chance. Like I had somebody gave me a second chance, and I want kids that want to be a part of what we doing at Bowl. If they say they want to be a Bowl, then I'm willing to accept them. No matter what the grades are, I think it's my job as a mentor to try to help them get their grades and change their life. So I try to get all the kids that no one want, and then I, I've been successful doing that. Well, obviously. Yes. Obviously, you've been very successful. Now, you spoke about your style of play. I mean, your style of coaching. Now, describe to us the team's style of play on the court. Well, my philosophy, well, I, I, I like to read up on uh, Arkansas's old coach, Nolan Richardson. Oh, yeah. So that's my yeah. really that's really my philosophy. You know what I'm saying? We don't do a lot of play running because I feel like, uh, you know, a lot of kids got, you know, we have a hard time learning plays and stuff like this. So we just, we got I got to stop playing. If you make a play, then you go to college, you got a chance to plan. Because some kids can't make plays in order to run sets. So what we do is we like to play. We're we, we into conditioning. We're into being the best, in the best shape. We so you're running a team down. <laughs> we, yeah, we're looking at, we looking at, 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 at the bench and they're grabbing their shorts and on the fourth quarter blowing us. All right. I like that philosophy, Coach. Now, Coach Goody, take us on that journey to winning Bogan's first city title a few years ago. It How all, was that for you? Man, it all started that summer. Uh, you know, I, we had a lot of kids coming back with Lawan Pippins. And Lawan, I had made Lawan the face of Bogan. Uh, started him off He's a freshman sophomore Playing varsity Having playing with the other guy That was How we call it Dogs They played hard And we, we everybody knew We played hard And played Tenacious defense So I had Luan Was my was my future The face of Bogus Put us on the map So what we did was We had we was winning that summer And uh, we won all the tournaments That we was in The summertime And people was like uh, Bogan only win in the, in the summer They don't win When it's cold And things like that We hit all the, uh, the Other schools Are saying that But we took a couple lumps during the season, but we knew we had what it takes to win it. You know what I'm saying? We was a we won we won unit. Everybody knew Lawan was a man, and and we took it from there. Now, Coach Goody, you had a very successful season this year. You finished 17 and eight overall and 73 in the conference. Assess your team season that came to a what I like to say a questionable end at St. Rita <laughs> during the regionals. Uh, Talk about the the, the Bengals uh, season this past season. Yeah, this was one of my this was one of my toughest seasons because we had a lot we didn't have a lot of people coming back. So we had a few transfers that came that was, was that on my team. So it's it's hard to try to transition kids into what we used to doing at Bogan. You know, class won't work. Working hard, running a lot of lines, and doing a lot of things we do to be prepared for uh, the season in the Red South. So we had a couple of guys that I thought could probably could plug some holes in, but they was they, it was it's hard to do with our system over at Bowling. You don't know that, but uh, 
these uh, having transfers, you can't really build on that. We have a transfer that's not grounded from the from the freshman all the way up to. You. So it's difficult for the transfer to gel with the other part. Exactly, of the team. and plus with the way I, my coaching style, the way I come right. at the kids. You know what I'm saying? So, but we they was we, we had some. All my guys are young. We really played with a, a sophomore team this year on varsity. Basically, our whole team was uh, sophomores and juniors. Sophomores, and, and, basically. And you were able to pull off this? Yes. With sophomores? Yeah, we basically. Watch out. Watch out the city. City of Chicago, the Bengals are coming. Yes. <laughs> so, Coach, tell us about this talented group that you're going to – I mean, a talented group of sophomores, I guess. Tell us about the group and what, what we can expect from this team next year. Well, yeah, shout-outs to the, to the sophomore. They were city champions this year. We won the city championship of the sophomore league, CPS city champions. So we got uh, we got a, we got a bunch of good guards. We know for having good guards. We got some guards. They little, but they definitely they definitely can play mid major, small uh, small division one college players. We got a couple of big guys that I used to not having. They six seven, six eight, six six. So and they all young. So we got what it takes. We just gotta get that bogan pride in us. Now, Coach Diddy, define for us what you would consider some of your unsung heroes that were players that are on your team that kind of made everybody else better. I know you had a, a, a team full of them because you, you were playing with a young team, but some of the unsung heroes on your team, man, they... You, man, we got... Man, this, we got a kid on our team. Uh, he's been there four years. He's the only four-year guy there. He was one of the only... He was one of His name was Joshua Farms. He's about 6'2". He had, he had the dreads. And, and before the season... I, I always talk to him and tell him, man, if he stick in there, he don't quit. He wasn't, he wasn't supposed to play because the young guys are good. But, man, he just worked hard. And in the end, he, he, I love him because he did the best out of all the kids. He stayed four years. He was a four-year kid. And uh, in the end, he's the man. He was one of the main players. He, he couldn't even play. He wasn't going to even play. But he just worked hard every day. He came, worked hard. And eventually, he was starred in the end. So he's one of those players that served as a, a, a role model. For the young team that you're speaking of to see what hard work through four years can advance you to. Yes. Man, shouts out to him, man. Yes. Now, Coach, you've coached some of the top talent in Chicago, and some of us have gone on to some D1 programs. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to name a few of your former players who helped contribute to much of uh, bogus success that you spoke about earlier through the years, and I want you to describe the type of player they were for you. You already mentioned one, Luan Pippen. Dog, a man, a man among boys. Luan, uh, you just can't. He a dog. He on the court, everybody know. You, you can't dribble on him. He can shoot. He, he believe it. He, he, he think he better than the best player on the court. He, he get to take the challenge and he make big shots in the end. All right, the second one, James Jones. James Jones. Uh, James used to remind me of uh, D-Wade. He had the skills of D-Wade. You know what I'm saying? Uh, quiet. A singer. You know what I'm saying? He can sing real good. He can sing? Yeah, James can sing. <laughs> quiet, but he can sing real good. All right. All right. I'm gonna, I'm gonna, there's so, some of these might be some of those unsung that we talked about. Tom Johnson. Oh, man. I love Tom. Tom. Tom was the character on the team. Tom dressed up like a girl and all that type of stuff. Tom was the character. But he was a dog <laughs> kept on the court. Y'all, kept y'all laughing. Man, kept us laughing. <laughs> and he's a dog on the court. Bryce Barnes. Last one. Bryce Barnes. Uh, the Bill Gates of the team. 
the smart guy, uh, 5.0 GPA. Uh, never cried, never gave me a face, never talked back, none of the above, just did what the coach asked him to do. Never gave a problem. A model player, a model player. Man, coach, the division you compete in is said to be one of the best and toughest in the city of Chicago uh, public school basketball. Who are three of your top rivals that you go up against where the records don't even count? They just, it's just, you can throw them right out the window. Well, everybody know Morgan Park <laughs> and Simeon. <laughs> Morgan Park and Simeon. And you've had some success against both of those teams, yeah. but it's just a dog fight when man, y'all get out there. It's a dog fight, man. And Nick, Nick, the last three or four years, I haven't beat him, man. And he, and he loved it. You know what I'm saying? But I'm, I'm, I'm at him. I'm right back at him. Coach, we uh, we, we talk about the, the the way you guys coach, but a lot of people don't understand that they see you on the court coaching young players, but you, they don't understand what goes into it. What's some of the personal challenges of coaching that you face? And, uh, well, with me, I'm always trying to – Keep the kids, keep my players around me. Like I have an open gym all every day of the week during the summer. So when they go home, they tired, so they can't be out in the streets and things like that. Sunday is like a like our church day. You got to be there. You know what I'm saying? You got to leave church, come to the school. I got to be able to see them and touch them and feel them, so they won't get caught up in what's going on in the streets. A lot of them guys listen to rap music and all these clicks in the streets. So I just try to keep all my players close. You know what I'm saying? Then we got to make sure we get them. They get to school and we got to follow up on the academic part of the basketball because basketball is not. Number, it's not number one. It's academics first. Because the first thing the coach asks us is uh, about their uh, clearinghouse. What kind of grades do they have? You know what I'm saying? No matter if you score four, I tell them if you can score 40 points in your ju- your sophomore year, your junior, they want to know. They want. He called me and say, "What can I get a transcript on this kid?" And that's the main thing we got to work on is getting the kids uh, with the clearinghouse. So that's what we work on at Bogan. Most of our kids have been going to Division One or going to class, have no problem with academics. So we work on that. So is it true? To, is it true to say, Coach Goody, that? Some of the main consistent challenges of coaching is you guys are coaching against the streets, man. Basically, because man, they want to—that's what they look up to. You know, I said I'm, 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 I'm security supervisor at Bowman, so I get to stand in the lunchroom with all the guys that that want to be street guys, and I try to mentor them and stuff like that. They look up to the rappers and stuff like that, and things, all the, the words of the rap. If you got, if you got the headphones in your ear all the time and you just listen to what they talking about, that's like a cult to me. It's like they, yeah. that's all they listen to. They think shooting, and smoking weed, and drinking. Lean and all those things are the number one thing they they, they can go about. They don't understand this, the, the the past of the guys who they, the old people use heroin and somebody started with weed and stuff like that. So they don't understand. I try to explain that to them, but it's a challenge though. Hey, well, if you're just tuning in, we're talking to Bogan head basketball coach Arthur Goody Goodwin. Coach, we we got a call on the line. High school holler. Who's this? High school holler, H2S2. What's going on, man? This big Craig, C-Dub Wallace. What's going on with you, school? What's happening, C-Dub? How you feeling, my brother? Uh, well, you know how it is, man. You know I'm in here uh, slaving, but it's okay. It's okay. You know what I'm saying? We do what we got to do for the staff. We're sitting back <laughs> talking with the head coach of the Bogan Bengals basketball coach, Arthur Goody Goodwin. C-Dub, say what's up to Coach Goody. Hey, Coach Goody, how you doing? I've been sitting here listening while I was on break, man. I, you know, I want to also give my 
uh, appreciation to you for everything that you do for the kids. You're doing a great job. Thanks a lot, man. Thank you very much. Now, no problem. No problem. Now, see, Dub, man, you know, we miss you, man. And, and when you get an opportunity, man, you need to come back and sit in the big chair. Oh, you know, I'm, you know, I'm, that's what I'm working on, brother. You know, it, it's coming. It's coming. So, you know, I'll be back there sooner, sooner, sooner than later. <laughs> All right. Well, you take care, man. We're going to finish talking with Coach Goody from the Bogan Bengals, man. Holler back at you. All right. Now, Coach, we, we talked about, you briefly mentioned other roles that you play at Bogan. Uh, what are the, What is that role again? Well, I'm the uh, security supervisor now at Bogan. So I've been, That's tough enough. Yeah, I, I love it because I get a chance to be around kids and, and, and students, different types of... We got, we got a multicultural environment over there. You know what I'm saying? We got people from all walks of life. So it's definitely, I love my job over there. We get a chance to be around kids and influence them and talk to them and give them my experience where I come from. And, and that's mainly that's main we're missing right now. We miss people talking to the kids. Well, you know, Coach, use us. Whatever we can do to, to support that, we definitely want to do that. Now, Coach, we talked about some of the challenges you've encountered as a coach. Now, share with us some of the personal rewards that come with coaching. Man, the best reward that we get as a coaching staff and I get as to send kids off to college and have an experience and meet people and know it don't stop right here. You know, that's the main, I love it. You know what I'm saying? Telling my experience to college and get to meet people. And they, this, the friends you have in high school is not your last friends. When you go to college, you're going to see friends. You're going to meet beautiful women from all over the world. Get a chance to eat with other people and do a lot of things. If you just take take the time right now and do, get your studies together and if you go off to college, it's going to be it's going to be great. And you sent quite a few of them there. Now, so, Coach, I'm going to share with you uh, 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 overall feeling okay Chicago Public Schools have five schools competing for uh, state championships Chicago Hope Morgan Park or Whitney Young and Simeon and out of those five three of them came out of that with champions or in 2A Morgan Park in 3A and Whitney Young in 4A talk to us about uh, how actually winning three out of the four classes, what that means in recognition of what coaches like yourself and Chicago high school basketball, what does that say about us? Man, that, that, let, that let the world know that we working in Chicago. We got young guys working trying to help young men uh, get somewhere else besides Chicago. You know what I'm saying? We, and basketball is one of our doors to, get, to try to get kids out to Chicago. Now, now, Coach, you're part of that coaching fraternity. Yes. And, uh, I, you know, a lot of coaches, you know, talk amongst yourselves. You're part of that elite group. Uh, do you think that our coaches, such as yourself, I just feel like we don't get enough recognition. You guys do an awesome job at the schools that you that you uh, coach at. No, nah, they, don't, they don't give us enough recognition, but... We just continue to work. All the coaches, we just stick together. We just trying to. We just got a one goal to try to help help the young men get out of Chicago and go to go off to college and have the experience we have. That's basically what my goal is. And most of the coaches, I think they're all on the same thing. Uh, Nick, Rob, uh, Chris Pickett, all everybody doing some good things in the community. So that's basically what our goal is. I mean, we, it's lucky we have four teams down there. Uh, that lets you know how tough it is in Chicago to play sports. You know what I'm saying? Everybody want to play basketball. Not Like you said, a lot of people don't play, want to play baseball, stuff like that, but basketball, this, this, is, how, this uses our outlet to get kids out of Chicago. Now, Coach, uh, how long you been coaching? 
How long you been in the coaching? Well, I've been coaching at Bogan for nine years, and I was coaching at Perspective for two. So in high school, I've been coaching like 11 years. But before that, I was coaching street ball. Like I said, a lot of my guys right. from my community, I was doing that a lot, going to New York and stuff like that. But Amari Sawyer and guys like that played. I used to coach those guys and stuff like that. So I've been coaching for like 16, 17 years. Now, over your coaching career, how has the game changed? Both at, uh, from the perspective as a player, of course, and now a coach. How, how has high school basketball changed over the years? Facebook. <laughs> uh, uh, Twitter, Snapchat. You know, they got the phones. They they love their phones is like the hand, like a watch. You know, they don't they don't study. I asked some I asked some kids. I even asked girl basketball player that you already interview. I asked them, did y'all watch the game last night? They they don't they know. They don't watch basketball like we did. We study the game. You know, what I'm saying how you gonna be a scientist if you don't do your studying? And, and you became a, a student of the game, exactly, which raised your basketball IQ. Exactly. Right. They don't they don't do that no more. Well, Coach Goody, we've had a pleasure to covering your games uh, over last year as well as having you on today as a, as a special guest on the High School Hall of Sports Show, Coach's Chatter. Now, we've seen the big... The administrators, the parents, the student body, they wake up the team and they wake up the gym. Yes. I mean, Beagles, Beagles come out strong, man. We would like to offer you an opportunity, Coach Goody, as we like to love to say... Holler at your people and say something to those family, friends, and Bogan faithful that supported you over your nine years there at Bogan High School. Man, I want to start off with uh, thanking uh, my first principal, Mr. McNeil, for, for giving me the opportunity to be the head coach at Bogan, and uh, Mr. Cooper. Uh, they, they gave me the opportunity, and Mr. Wiley, so they were the first ones. Uh, second, I want to thank my wife for supporting me all the time while I've been coaching. I mean, I do this 24-7, and she's been there with me no matter what she keep on. She always there in the, in the stands supporting the Bengals up or down. Uh, third of all, I want to thank my, my second principal, Miss Sims, to, for bringing uh, the academic part to Bogan. Uh, to making sure that she holds us, hold us to high standards with our academics. At Bogan, you can't play with F, period. In a week, we do weekly checks, so you can't play. So that's that's helped us out a lot. Helped the kids out a lot. Helped me out as a coach. Helped me uh, have a base with knowing academics, getting the academic part. So that's I, I love my principal for that. She support us in that, uh, and all the fans and the parents who've been supporting Bogan. I'm, we always have good support, and I have a good relationship with my parents. You know, of course, you know, parents think their sons are going to the NBA, but you know, <laughs> that, I think my son going to the NBA, yeah, but he not. You know, so we all know that. So, but no. No matter what, I still love my parents who support us and and the, and the student and the students at Bogan. They all love us. They love us. They love me. Well, Coach, we love to see you do what you do. We appreciate what you do. And Coach Goody, you're welcome to come back to the H2S2 High School Holler Sports Show whenever you have something going on. And speaking of which, do you have any camps or anything that we can let our listeners know about that might be coming up throughout the summer? Now we just this summer in June is June is open. For high school to play, that's when we're gonna play a lot of games in June to see what we, what kind of team we're gonna have next year. Working on getting a, uh, a bond with each other like we did. We won a city championship, but we got the talent there. We just got to work on it and get about on the same page. No hidden agendas and things like that. To make sure everybody focused on getting better this summer. Well, you keep us updated. 
on the Bengal Progress, and we'll be out there supporting you throughout. Coach Goody, Coach Arthur Goody Goodwin, special thanks to you for showing up and being our special guest, Coach. Man, thanks for having me on the show, man. I feel comfortable with this mic. <laughs> and you smooth, Coach. You smooth. Coach, if you didn't notice, you see we put the stepper music on for you. You know, you look like you can go and do your hey, stepper man. thing there, hey, Coach. Man, I, I'm not a good stepper, but. <laughs> but fake it till you make it, though. Yes, I will. I will. <laughs> Coach Arthur Goody Goodwin from the Bogan Bengals head basketball coach. High School Holla. Are you looking for ways to reach new audiences and increase your clientele? Then let Urban Fieldhouse Media help you. We provide great packages that will allow your business to grow by serving as one of our sponsorship partners with any of our shows, such as the one you are listening to now. If you are interested in becoming a sponsorship partner, please contact Urban Fieldhouse Media at 312-772-5003 or by email at info at urbanfieldhousemedia.com for further information on our rate packages. We have opportunities for all size businesses, both local and national to grow by reaching diverse audiences through our creative programming. So join us today and let's grow together. High School Holla. They say what's happening. We say the facts and then they lie. We coming back for them. They might say that they don't know. They say, they say. Welcome back to the High School Holler Sports Show. We want to welcome another coach from the Chicago area who has taken on the head coaching jobs and duties of Diet High School, which reopened last year. It's our pleasure to welcome now Coach Jamal Gill. Coach, welcome, and we're glad to have you. And the Eagles basketball program is taking off, man. Oh, yeah. I, I really appreciate you guys. Uh having me in, in here today. Uh, hey, it was a great season. Uh, I'm looking forward to going. Yeah, thank you very much. Well, Coach, let's start off. Uh, tell us, you're, you're, you're a Chicago guy. You're from the area. Yeah. Tell, tell us, uh, where'd you go to school? Where'd you go to high school? Uh, I'm a graduate of uh, Harlan High School. Uh, class, Harlan, the yeah, Class of 1994. Okay. Yeah. Okay, did you ball for Harlan? Yeah, I was a four-year starter there, point guard, you know. Oh, you was running the thing then, coach. You was yeah. running the thing. Yeah. Okay, so you, you you played at Harlan, so you know Chicago area basketball well. You you, you know how it, how it goes and and what people expect. Now, tell us, how you how did you begin your coaching career? Uh, approximately 10 years ago, I, I brought practice. And the practice wasn't going the way it should, so I stepped in and started helping. And man, it just catapulted from there. <laughs> Took off. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> well, man, you got bit by the coach's bug, like, yeah. so to speak. Yeah. But that's not a bad thing because you're obviously you're great at it. <laughs> so that's what. And man, and you know, I think a lot of coaches started off by coaching their son. Or a daughter, or some or somewhere like that. Mm-hmm. I mean, we have a lot of coaches that that mention that when uh, when they come on our show. So that that's a good thing. Now, who are some of the people 
after you decided in, in this career coaching, who are some of the people that uh, influenced you to become a coach? Well, first, first off, uh, my dad was big on it. Uh, my dad, he just, he was a coach when I was growing up. Uh, he coached my older brother at the YMCA on 71st. That's like the Mecca back in the day. Uh, and from there, I just saw the passion that he had that just made me really want to get into it. Um, unfortunately, he wasn't able to coach me because he took on some other duties as far as being a father. And uh, man, it still just, it was burning in me to get into this coaching thing. And, and when you got into it, when you think about some of the things that you you take from your dad, you take from your own experience, are you coaching with a, a combination of the two? Yeah, of course. Uh, the one thing that I've always took into my coaching is having that experience. Um, uh, when I took on this job at Diet, a lot of coaches asked me, man, when you put your staff together, what you looking for? I, the first thing I said was I needed someone with some experience um, to also keep me hungry, keep me knowledgeable of what you know, what has been and what's to come into this game of basketball. Uh, then the youth, man. I, I brought in a coach, a young guy, to be able to get out there and really on hands with the players, keep them motivated, keep that passion, that hunger on hand. You know, hands-on is always good. Always, always. Yeah. Now, how did you end up uh, at Diet? Ah, uh, well, you know, I started high school coaching at Hyde Park, uh, and with our okay, Thunderbirds. Yeah, yeah. You love them birds, huh? The Eagles, <laughs> Thunderbirds, Falcons. <laughs> hey man, that's just how the weather blows. Um, without success, uh, you know, our, our, our success brought on a lot of notoriety. A lot of coaches started respecting the program, so. Our head coach was moving on to Chicago State to help coach Tracy Dilge. Okay. And yeah. uh, it was a couple, you know, positions open. And he said, man, I, I believe you're ready for a head coaching job. And he put my name in the hat and God bless me. And, and man, it's truly been a blessing. Now, my understanding is uh, Diet closed for a moment, right. for a brief moment. Were you, were you coaching then? At Diet, or no. you came after the, no, after I, they reopened? Yeah, I came after they okay. reopened, but I was familiar with the program. I saw the school, um, but I was right down the street at Hyde Park, so we knew a lot about Diet. Okay. Yeah. So you were familiar. You were very familiar. Now, how did you, how do you describe your style of uh, basketball coaching? Uh, well, how, well, how do you dis describe the style of of play that your team does? Well, now the way the basketball has changed, um, I, I don't like to say it's become a European sport because the way that they're playing the game now, bigs are really playing like guards. But I kind of <laughs> right. yeah. So I, um, I kind of, if I was to say my style of play is a real up and down. Um, 
Don't give away all your secrets, yeah, Coach. Yeah. I, don't want, I don't want you to give away all the secrets. But, you know, we, we, want, we want our listeners who support you right. to uh, always be able to know what they're looking at okay. when, when they're in their stand. So that's why we ask that. But I want you to give yeah. away the secrets, no. man, because you're going for that championship. So oh, we, don't yeah. want, we don't want to put it all out there right now. We want to put out. Now, what other things outside of instilling the fundamentals of basketball and teaching your players basketball do you look to teach them off the court about life off the court yeah well man that's that's big in my practice a lot of my players can tell you that it's uh i I talk about dedication commitment character you know what i'm saying and 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 just building young men up from those three core things is is big in my practice on, on the court outside of the gym that's what we're doing and you're doing it well you're doing it well now coach uh i want to i want to get some some assessment of your team last year talk talk about how 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 you feel overall your team came together you you had a pretty young team yeah yeah pretty young team and and you fared well you did very well so talk about how how you think last your your last season well coming into last uh this year here we we didn't really know what to expect due to the fact that they were all young guys, all freshman guys. Uh, no one that was really hand-picked or anything by myself. Uh, so we all came in with a, just a blank canvas. Uh, we started off with some rocky, with the players getting to know one another. But for the most part, I think we did a good job. 26-4 and four is, is pretty good. Well, you know, Coach... You know, I'm not a mathematician at all, but you know, when I think about it, 20 that's a pretty good record if if I if I say so myself. Yeah. Now, talk about uh we we ask you about the season. Talk about the division you in. It's a pretty competitive division. Yeah, well, this first year we pretty much as freshmen, a lot of our conference games, we played everyone from the right. Kenwood, Bogan, uh, we, unfortunately, we didn't see like the Morgan Park. We did see Simeon, uh, but we played pretty much everyone. But my non-conference games, I made it my business to see sophomore teams to put okay. my kids right into the fire. Because now, when we come back this year, I have to have all three levels: varsity, sophomore, and freshman. Right. So my freshman group will have the opportunity of playing four years together. And we're only a one so A watch school. out. Oh, yeah. We're watch a out. School. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. I, I can see it. <laughs> I can see it, Coach. I can see it. Now, who are, now, who are some of the people and some of the players we should keep our eye on for the Eagles? I see you got a young man in the studio. We'll talk to him in a moment. But uh, before, before you introduce him, who are some of the people? Well, my, my entire group, uh, like I said, with a record of 26 and 4, they did some great things. Um, but if I could really pull some out, uh, Avion Rencher, uh, Jared Rohn, uh, my big man, one of my favorite guys. This guy didn't even want to play basketball. He was an artist. But, but man, he fell in love with the game. Alex Bradley. Yeah. So how'd you get him to play? Man, just some conversations. Uh, me and him sat and we talked. And I didn't really push it on him. You know, I just told him to come out and see and he hung out with me a couple of days and he saw that I was really doing more teaching than pushing. So, and man, I, he'll tell you to this day, he said, I'll never leave basketball now. Now, Coach, uh, I got to speak on that before we talk to Avalon. He was raw talent. Raw. Never played. Never played. 
and came into his own in one season. Yeah, yeah. And I'm wow. Yeah. Wow, that's a that's a story to tell. Oh yeah. So that, all right. All right, but you have a young man we're sitting with right now. Who you got with you, coach? Uh this is my one two punch, uh Avion Richard. He could play the point or the two guard. He's a great kid, not only on the basketball court, but in the classroom also. Avion, welcome to the H2S2 show, my little brother. How y'all doing? How y'all doing? Now, Avion, tell us, uh, how, how, how's the experience being at Diet? Um, Diet is a good school. It helps you express yourself, whatever passion you want. We got dance, theater, art, digital media. I'm in fine arts, visual, okay. I like draw, I like to design stuff. Other than that, besides that, we have great staff, security. We respect everybody. The staff respects the students. It's a, lot, a good environment going on. The rebuilding, the remodeling, everything going to be open next year. So if you want to come check it out, come on, check it out with us. <laughs> Coach, you ain't got a better pitch man than that, boy. That, that, that man there, that young man there, he sold it. He yeah. sold it. Hey, I, if I could... Maybe I'll come back. <laughs> if I could come back, you know, I'm still young. I might, I'm just, I'm older than I look. I'm older than I look. But no, tell us, man, how you feel about uh, playing for a, a great coach like Coach Gill? Man, at first, um, I think that Gill was like one of them type of coaches. He'll be like, <laughs> he, I'd be he careful. He can still make you run laps around the studio. No, no, I'm just playing. Go ahead. I, I really didn't think too much of Gill to like as. His high intensity or his encouragement of coaching kids like us, because this is like my first year being on the big stage like this. He okay. got us to the playoffs and the championship game. I wouldn't even expect that from a coach like him. But knowing that the way he teaches us is going through a whole five months with him, it really improved half of the players that didn't play as much as I did. Because I'm from the, I'm from the projects I really didn't have that much, but when once I started playing with Gil, I like I seen the whole new mindset and it changed. And like it's like at first I didn't really want to go to his practices, but when I went and I, he put me in the game, I seen a big difference. As we putting teams right. up by, we beating them by 30 or 40. It really did help. So Gil is a good coach, so stay in tune if you want to come to get this diet treatment. I heard that. The treatment. I, I love it. I love it. I love it. Now, tell us when you got a taste of, of not only uh, his philosophy and his style of play and you saw where it could take you. How did you and your teammates pull together to make this all happen? I mean, you guys had a great season. I mean... I am the captain, so we'll have like a study hall or we'll have our boss program meetings and I tell the group like, man, look, you're getting stuff together for us, so we should come together and show him our appreciation and, and off the court and we should bring a better philosophy to what has been built at our school. So. We can create history because we will be the first graduating class and we will be the first place to ever play for Gil at Dyke. So if we show our appreciation and dedication to what we have now, it'll grow and become more bigger. So our guys came together, got our act together, and we had a successful season. Man, a great story there, Coach. Well, thank you, brother. Now, you got to promise us you got to come back. 
Oh, yeah. So we can highlight you as our shining star. You gotta come back. Yeah. All right, it, are we are we good? We set? Yeah. We, we can set. we can go and put it in ink. Yeah. We can schedule. All right. Well, we gonna have you on, man. Why why we have this opportunity, Coach? You you you. This is proof is in the pudding right here. Oh, you yeah. got a young man that is just you know very articulate. Brought into the system was what are some of the challenges you had to face as a as a coach overall? Not just coaching at Dyer, but what are some of the challenges as a coach that you face? Uh, for the most part, just like I say, with it being a new school, new environment, new kids, uh, just getting the kids to believe in the teachings. You know, uh, a lot of them would. Great students. They a lot of students were handpicked by Principal Miss McLeod, uh, so they weren't coming there with a sports mentality. It was just about the school and the arts. So just trying to get over the obstacles, like I said, of uh, trying to get the kids to believe in my teachings, to come and join this wonderful program that I'm trying to build. Uh, that that really was the biggest thing. Again. Okay. Yeah. Well, coach, we are up against the break. We gonna run into a break. Stay stay right here because we gonna know some more. We wanna know some more about diet. We wanna know some more about your your careers. And if you wanna join in and you have a question for coach about diet and the Eagles basketball program, you can call us at three one two seven five four forty three thirty three. And we'll be back with more of the coaches' chatter right after this. It's the High School Holler Sports Show. They say what's happening. We say. Hey, ever wanted to make a good impression cooking or grilling for family, friends, or for that first date with the person you just met? Well, let me give you something that can make that meal the real deal. It's Sullivan's Original Barbecue Sauce. This barbecue sauce delivers a blast of intense flavors that complements not only barbecue and baked beans, oh, but it's oh so sweet. It's a great marinade treat on steaks, and it's sure to amaze when served as a delicious glaze on chicken, turkey legs, and even salmon. Sullivan's Original Barbecue Sauce is exclusively sold in the deli section of Calabria Imports. Located at 1905 West 103rd Street. Now put a smile on someone's face and give them the taste of that Sullivan's original barbecue sauce. It gives every meal a thrill. Yo, 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 what's up? Are you a sports fan? Do you want to impress your family and friends with the knowledge of the game while in the stands or roaming the sidelines? Well, the High School Hall of Sports Show is looking for you. We are seeking dedicated students from all over Chicago and the suburban high school area to join the H2S2 Sports Reporting Crew. If you want to be a part of the H2S2 Reporting Crew, here's what you need to do. Send an email to H2S2 at UrbanFieldHouseMedia.com. Again, that's H2S2 at UrbanFieldHouseMedia.com. And in the subject line, type, I want to join the H2S2 reporting crew. And in 100 words or less, tell us about your high school pride and your high school mascot and which team you would like to represent. Every email will be reviewed, so don't hesitate or wait. Here's the chance to join the H2S2 reporting crew and to get signed up for your school. Because you never know if we will be at your school next. Tune in every Saturday night from 6 to 7 p.m. to the High School Holla Sports Show. What's up, Chicago? It's Steven Spoon Ramsey from the High School Hall of Sports Show. I get asked a lot where I find all of my sports information about Chicago public schools. Well, if you listen to the H2S2 show, you already know where I go. I go to the one website that keeps me informed about everything in the Chicago Public League. It's the PublicLead.com website. The PublicLead.com provides the best, most in-depth coverage of Chicago Public League high school football and boys basketball. So when you want to know what happened in this week's 
biggest game. Or if you even want to know what makes Chicago high school athletes special, then all you got to do is go where I go, the publicleague.com website. It helps keeps me informed for every show, and it'll definitely have you covered. It's the publicleague.com website, Chicago's only website covering public leagues. Welcome back to the H2S2 show, High School Holler Sports Show. We're still in the midst of the Coach's Chatter segment. We're with Jamal Gill of Diet High School, head basketball coach of the Eagles. And we've been talking to him about some of the things concerning diet basketball. And Coach, again, thank you for joining us, and we're glad you are here. We uh, glad you brought this young man uh, with you. I mean, if, y'all, if you missed it before break, man, you, you you need to catch this show because these two are talking some heavy basketball talk on us, and they're, they're representing the Eagles well. But, Coach, let's talk a little bit more about the Eagles. Uh, for those who aren't familiar with Diet and, and Eagle basketball, you, you play in, in Class 1A, right? And you, we know Chicago public school basketball has some great rivalries, some great friendly rivalries. Mm-hmm. Who are some of yours? Well, of course, uh, with me coming from the Red, I mean, <laughs> Kenwood, the Curies. <laughs> uh, Gotta add them in. Yeah, yeah. Those those heavy hitters, the Whitney Youngs, the Morgan Parks. I'm, I'm hoping to see those guys. <laughs> now, now, do do. The coaches' fraternity runs DPNCPS. Now, do you guys actually, you know, uh, look forward and circle like players circling on the calendar? Yeah, we all. We, it's 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 those uh, friendly, you know, battles that we have. Uh, I've talked to Coach Slaughter on a regular basis with us being parts of the Mean Street program. Uh, and he's a great mentor to myself and others. Uh, we always, I'm always teasing him, Coach. I can't. I know you're gonna give me a game. <laughs> just call me. Just call me. You know. So, hey, if he's listening, Coach, hope you give me a game. <laughs> coach Tyrone Slaughter out of Whitney Young. So, Coach, in your opinion, I want to ask you your coaching opinion. How has the game of high school basketball changed from your playing days to your coaching days and the type of athletes that you play with and now that you coach? Yeah, well, now the game has changed so much as far as, uh, like I say, the athletes bigger, stronger. Uh, I think that we were a little more knowledgeable of the game. Um, in athletic, yeah, you guys yeah. were you guys back in the day. We were more athletic. Yeah, but these these kids now can do so much. Um, like I say, in my day, if you were six four, six five, guys were just with their backs to the basket. But like I say, now you got six five, six six kids putting the ball on the floor ninety feet. I mean, right? That's right. like outrageous, <laughs> you know. So now you, it, there is no positioning in basketball. Right, you know, guys are just basketball players, you know. So yeah. Now, coach, what did you think about the accomplishment, first time ever being done for Chicago Public uh, High School basketball, winning three titles in three separate divisions, uh, or in two A, uh, Morgan Park in three A, Whitney Young in four A, and and you heard me say it early on in the show. I felt Chicago hope really got slighted in the 1A championship. But 
talk about how that, what that does, I should say, for Chicago Public School high school basketball. Well, it really just speaks volumes as far as how powerful, how great CPS basketball is. Um, being a coach within CPS, sometimes we do get overlooked. Um, CPS has put a lot of kids in the school, given a lot of kids a, a, a part of themselves outside of just being away from the streets, man. I mean, CPS basketball, Tyrone Slaughter, Nick Irvin, Lou Over, all those guys are great coaches and need to be seen as great coaches. Uh, just to be able to pull something off like that, that's something I look forward to. I made sure I text every coach when that time came and I said congratulations I hope to be there one day and 1A I know you said Chicago Hope but that will be diet I hear you <laughs> I hear you and you know something I'm riding with it I'm flying the eagle baby I'm flying with it we 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 know it. I know it. Yeah. I see it, man. Yeah, it I see comes. it. I see it coming. I see it coming. Now, coach, we talked about a lot about the challenges of coaching, and you've been coaching for a while. So, opposite of the challenges, what are some of your personal rewards that you've experienced in being a coach? Well, I mean, it's me being a father myself, man. It's the relationships that I've gained, uh, the families that I've, you know. Combined with mine, I mean, these kids are wonderful, man. And once you get to know them, it, man, it just—it's food to the heart for me, man. Uh, just these relationships, as far as being from the East Coast, well, not being from the East Coast, but going to the East Coast coaching, coming to the South Side of Chicago, it's—it's it's been great, man. It's been great. Now, you mentioned Mean Street, and. Of course, a lot of coaches try to stay active and try to keep their players active in what people don't know, and some people do know, AAU basketball. Mm -hmm. Talk about Mean Street and your involvement with the Mean Street program. Well, I've been with Mean Street for the last three years. Um, it's a great program, Nike-sponsored program. Um, we've, it, during the summer, I mean, it's a lot of basketball. We're traveling all over the Midwest. Um, and sometimes with the EYBL, these players are in California all the way to the West Coast. And the exposure is like, man, I couldn't even begin to explain mm -hmm. to you. Last year was my first year really going with the team to the uh, EYBL championships. Um, and our 17U did a great job, man. Uh, we played some of the best talent in the country. And we were like one of four teams still standing during that final four stages. It was a sight to see. Now, what division of Mean Street do you coach? Yeah, I'm right now. I'm currently with the 14U. Uh, okay. So we got the eighth graders, soon to be freshmen, coming in. So it's also a good thing for me as a head coach of a high school that's building a program. I wanted to stay with the younger guys to try to let it be a feeder program to feed into my diet programs. And and that's the beauty of AAU. Yeah. You know. Now. Are you hosting anything this summer? Because we pledge to our listeners to offer them something for their children to become involved in, to keep them safe off the streets this summer. Are you doing any camps, any coaches, trainings, yeah. or anything like that? Myself and my coaching staff, we're, we're putting something together with our principal now. We're in the talks of trying to get a just a skill development camp going on. Okay. Um, it will be pretty much ran through our boss program. 
Uh, that's a mentoring program that we do have at Diet for our young males. Uh, we're pushing that to get some of the younger guys come in. We're going to do skill development. We're going to also have uh, roundtable conversations with the young men. We just talk about everything in life. and just so, it's, so not only learning basketball, but mentoring at the same time. Exactly, always. Love it, love it, love it, Coach, love it. Now, anything else do you do during the offseason? Um, well, like I said, I'm a father, so I'm always with my kids. If I'm not supporting my son and his basketball, I'm with my daughter. She's a dancer, gymnastics, <laughs> so, hey, man, you know a dad's job is never done. Right, right. Diet is the part-time job. <laughs> hey, they like 50-50 right now. <laughs> well, Coach, man, we would like to offer you the opportunity, man, to say something to the people that support Diet High School and the Eagle Basketball. We want you and Avion to take this opportunity as like we like to say here on the show. Holler at your people. Say hello to them, man, and all those who support you guys. Well, first off, I want to thank everyone for their support uh, in our program. We're a program on the, on the build, uh, and we look forward to bringing in some championships, but not just on a basketball level, just building great young men. Um, like I said, we have to get the character of our young fellas up. We have to build them for a career, not only in basketball, but in our life. Uh, so we really want to say thank you. Uh, please come and continue your support. Our young men and women at Diet, we need it. All right, all right. What you got to say? And also, with that being said, we also have to um, bring in some more, like, better lifestyles. We have to become better young men young women treat our society with respect you have to become one of them schools like you'll hear about on the news or you'll be like they did something positive you don't want to hear nothing bad because most of the things you hear nowadays is either somebody on the news that's been hurt down damaged injured or killed you want to hear like something positive like the school can be one of them places people feel comfortable no matter where you're from and yeah, like he said, bring championships. That's all we worry about. And, <laughs> and then when coming into next year's season, not saying anything gonna be easy, but yeah, we will become bad coach. I love it. I love it, man. You you brought a good one today. <laughs> you brought a good one today. Anybody you want to say hello to? Um. My mom, my pops at home right now. Well, my pops at work. He <laughs> called me during this time, but I told him what was going on. But, yeah, I really like to thank both of them because even though right now my mom's in school and she's still trying to, she's looking for a job, actually trying to work for CPS. Okay. And my pops, he's always at work. Only days he got off is Sunday, and I pretty much enjoy that time with him. And Love my little brother and my cousin at home right now. I don't know what they doing. They probably <laughs> playing the game. But, the two K. Yeah. The two K. Yeah. Uh, how your two K game, man? man? How you how your two K game now? Hey, when this when it's over, <laughs> come fast. Uh, uh, you know, Captain Kirk, we got another challenge, man. We got another challenge. We gonna have to end up. Put, we gonna have to find a TV, a wall to put the TV and the PS with your Xbox, PS4, what? PS4. 
Captain Kirk, we're gonna have to find a wall. We're gonna have to put this together. You know, my man, me and my man C Dub, we're gonna have to challenge some of these players out here, coach. They they 2K, they 2K heavy, man. I wanna see what the game like. Yeah. You know, I wanna see what the game. I know your game tight on the floor. I wanna see what you like on 2K. <laughs> but no, we wanna thank you guys for coming out and joining us. We hope that you enjoyed this experience. We're gonna keep our eye out on Diet High School, the Eagles, and the basketball program. Coach Gill, it's been a pleasure, man. We we pleasure having you. Man, I thank you for having me. This is your captain speaking. Fathers are not only your protector, not only your teacher, or not only your disciplinarian. They are your best friend. To my best friend, my dad, Deacon John Randall, and yours that are in your life, happy Father's Day from all of us at High School High. Holla Sports Show is produced by Urban Fieldhouse Media LLC. And today's show is brought to you by the Chatham Management Group, managing the careers of artists, songwriters, producers, and professional athletes from around the globe. Come, let your star shine with us. Digital World Wireless, providing cell phone and wireless needs for the entire South Suburban area. Sullivan's Original Barbecue Sauce. It puts the thrill in every meal you drink. I'm Derek Lottie Hardy, representing the Simeon Wolverines Class of 2000 on the H2S2. Thanks for joining us. But we got to go, Chicago. Holler back next week. Peace, love, and happiness. High School Holler.